What better place to do your DeFi and earn crypto than somewhere in the middle of the ocean? Well, if you're Clam Island, it's the place to be. We're going to take a look at that. We're going to take a look at some, uh, I don't know the right word to call this. You guys, you guys remember Deus Ex, the video game? I'm not sure if this is inspired by that or not, but it is a super badass generative set that is coming out very soon. And also the Pixel Beasts, a whole new concept for NFTs and endless possibilities. You guys are going to dig it here. It's Nifty Show episode number 99. Let's go. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles. We call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Travis and Joel are the hosts you'll know. Travis and Joel say this won't blow. They're locked and loaded, so ready, set, go. It's the Nifty really kind of spiffy the nifty show all righty here we go this is episode number nine to the nine of the nifty show i'm joel com and that dude in the obligatory kc hat is sir lord travis wright hello my that friend. is true welcome to episode number 99 of uh, the nifty show this is actually going to be my last live version of the show so Excited! You're gonna do them. You're gonna do them dead from now on. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do my exit. I'm gonna exit limbo. <laughs> nice. Um, Travis is still doing bad crypto, and he'll be popping up here from time to time. But starting next Thursday, uh, my son Zach, who's co-hosted on the show before, is going to be joining me as co-host to talk all things NFTs. And Travis is going to be launching out on a new podcast of his own. We'll talk about a little later on this show. But got guests here waiting in the wings and we're going to get started with a project that is on the binance smart chain uh, we got to go out to the middle of the ocean to participate in the clam bank clam bake not a clam bank although i think that you put clams in the bank and you might make cryptos with it sandy zhang is the ceo at clam island.fi sandy welcome to the nifty show good sir thank you thank you for having me yeah, uh, this is this is interesting. So if we go ahead and pull, I'm going to turn my bookmarks off here because we want to use as much of the screen as possible. This is Clam Island. Here we go. There's, I see a bank. I see a farm. I see a safe. I see shop. I see boats. We're out here and I don't know, we're seasteading somewhere. And it just, it, it, it fits right in here because Travis and I are in Puerto Rico. So I'm going to just imagine that Clam Island is off the coast here of the water. What is this place we're looking at? Yes. Uh, well, it's a full 3D island, as you can see. Uh, so it's our concept of, uh, I guess, a new way of doing uh, yield farming and NFTs uh, instead of the same old way that we've seen with more, uh, numerous forks everywhere. Um, so Clam Island is this idea that you can come here uh, and then you can go buy some clams and then you can use those clams, which are NFTs, uh, to farm for pearl NFTs. Um, and, uh, you know, each, each of these have like billions of random trait variables. It's all got on-chain rarity tiers. And, uh, with these clams and pearls, you can then actually use them, uh, in the yield farm to boost your yield. So it's all an integrated system. Uh, that's the basic concept of it. Well, that's great. So, and everyone knows that, you know, if you get enough pearls, you can make a pearl necklace and ladies love the pearl necklaces. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you what, um, yeah, we actually have a competition on right now. We call it the Pearl Hunt event. 
so what's happening right now is uh, if you get a pearl uh, on Clam Island, if you manage to produce a pearl that is uh, of uh, round shape and black or white uh, body color, which is pretty rare to get, uh, it's something like 1 in 1,000 chance. Uh, if you get one of these, you can enter it into uh, our Pearl Hunt event to uh, win a um, Tiffany's & Co. Pearl necklace worth up to $10,000. So wow. And this is clamisland.fi, correct? Yes, correct. I want to tell you this. I want to give you some, some information about Joel. Joel does not like seafood, so I'm quite frankly surprised he had you on the show. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't have to eat these clams. That's, That's right. This is uh, this is Janet here. She's the guide. I found her when I clicked in, and she kind of reminds me of the one from Monsters, Inc. I'm watching you. Always watching you. We got all these pearls here, and uh, I'm kind of taking a little tour. So I can actually connect my wallet now, and um, here we go. I've got some. I've got some gems in here, and uh, what what do I do? Tell me what I do. Yeah. Uh, this is what you're looking at now. That was that was the info center. So that's where we're gonna uh, put a lot of information, explain, explain the videos and things like that in there to guide the user through the uh, through the platform. Um, it's so it's a bit light on content right now because we're still um, populating it. Um, but yeah, it'll, you get all the information um, all gathered together in that one spot uh, later on. Uh, but otherwise, on the left, you've got shop there, and that's where you go to buy clams. So that's where we talk to Diego, the shopkeeper, uh, who will guide you through the process of buying a clan. Um, so there you go. Um, nice. So we can go ahead. I can I can actually go ahead and buy yes. uh, right now. That's correct. All right, let's go. I'm going to buy some clams. It's, now, is this uh, an Ethereum or a Binance-based token? This is on Binance Smart Chain. I mean, um, no, we're working with the Oracle. We're working with a complex smart contract to get the DNA of the clam and uh, turn it into trades. Uh, if this was on Ethereum, it would cost a lot of money in fees. Oh, all right, so it's, it's processing. It should be done here pretty quickly then because it's Binance. It's just saying, all right, here's your 0.004 BNB in order to process the transaction. And I think I'm about to have a clam here. It's getting my clam. Yeah. Oh, I got to get <laughs> yeah. more gems first. So I got to go to, do I got to go to like a pancake swap or something to swap out and get uh, gems? Yes, there's a link for it if you go to the clam, into the, into the bank as well to take okay, it directly okay. there. Um, you might just try to refresh in there because we're having some issues with Oracle and Binance Smart Chain at the moment. If you refresh it, it might have. So get buy clams again. You should get, go to the collect screen. Collect my clam. Oh, something went wrong. It could be because and my brain. When, when it says the RNG has not been not ready yet, that's the uh, Oracle taking a while to actually give us a DNA of the clam. Uh, All right, here we go. It's unboxing my clam now, and I can't wait to see what I got here. Like, are, so are there um, a variety then of clams, and some of them are more rare? than others yes yes exactly so we've got tiering we got rarity, rarity tiering built in as i said there's about six billion uh, different trade combinations uh for a clam um and uh, the rarity tiers to help you understand how rare your clam is otherwise it'll take you forever to work out the maths there it is all right so my clam is a common clam it's got 11 pearls in it it says 86 size i've got a 44 gem boost and then it gives me info about the body of the clam. Oh, it's got little hearts on it. The pattern's yeah. heart. And his tongue is common. So this is your ordinary, everyday clam that you would find in the ocean with hearts on it. <laughs> That's correct, yes. Uh, so they're already inspired. They're inspired by real-world clam. Well, most of them are. Some of them are just unique designs. Um, but, uh, yeah, so with that clam, so when you said um, 11 pearls remaining, that means you can 
um, it does cost some gems to produce. Um, so that means you can uh, farm it for up to 11 pearls before it dies. Um, so it's one at a time, obviously. Um, so when you deposit it to farm a clan, uh, farm for a pearl, um, it takes a uh, moment average between eight to 72 hours to produce one. Um, so yeah, there's this three-step process to get it in there. Nice. It looks like to uh, me yeah. that one one of these um, one B and B will get you about seven, almost seven hundred and fifty gems. And uh, yeah. how much how much did it cost, Joel, for you to get that one to get that one clam? Uh, seventy five gems. Awesome, seventy five gems. So basically, for one B and B, you're going to be able to get approximately ten clams. Yeah. And the price obviously depends on the price of the gem as it fluctuates as well. And also, we have another mechanism where. Uh, depending on the demand for clam in the previous week, we adjust the clam price in gem, so that, that that's going to be a fluid, uh, you know, pricing depending on demand from the market. Mm. And then there's the shell token. So what is the what is the difference between the gem and the shell? Right. So the gem token is the the uh, inflationary yield farming reward token, and it's also mm -hmm. the in-game currency. So you got a, everything you can want to buy on the platform. You need to you need to use gem for. Um, and then the um, shell token is our governance token. Um, so that's the, the only way you can get more shell token, uh, that is increase the supply, uh, is through burning a clam. So uh, on the platform, we call it harvesting the clam for shell. Uh, so the, uh, the clam NFT is destroyed, in return you get shell tokens. Uh, and the more pearls you have produced with the clam, uh, the more shell tokens you will get. But if you have produced all of the pearls uh, for the clam, that clam is considered dead and you can't claim it for shell anymore. Um, so another twist in the uh, in the mechanism and how it works is that uh, the, the later pearls in the clam's lifespan are rarer. So, you know, you, you've got a balance between whether you want to collect those shell tokens or maybe you want to punt for a real rare pearl at the end of the clam's lifespan. I'm looking here at the returns on this page. Like if you, it's high volatility, but if you stake your, uh, your gems here, um, you can earn some gems pretty darn quick. Yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, with the yield farming, how it works is obviously depending on how many people jump in the pool as well. Uh, if more people have put their gems in the pool, your uh, uh, your APR there will lower. So uh, at the moment, this is where the market's at, the equilibrium. Uh, people, are, I guess, they're happy with this kind of return uh, for the risk that they are putting into a new token. Uh, so if you scroll down, obviously there are some lower risk options if you want to yield farm with uh, something safer like BNB, BUSD or you know, ETHUSDC. Which is still, I mean, seeing these types of returns is still, you know, yeah. when you consider what the banks give you, this, you know, DeFi is always superior. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Dude, this and Trav, some, you've got this some is gems really now. clever. This is clever. This is a fun way to teach people about DeFi and NFTs and yield farming like all in one so i gotta say i i really like this thank you yeah that, that, that was our intention you know the the reason why when this, we want to design it like this we, we noticed that yield farms in general they don't really bother with um you know they expect you to know yield farming uh, if you could jump into an interface there's no guidance you're not sure what to do right and if you don't know what to do then you're not in the game um, so for what we're going to do here is we want to use this gamified interface. Uh, and right now we, we're still a bit short on uh, introductory content, but you know we're going to have like a when you land on the page for the first time, uh, you're going to have an option to go through a guided tour, for example, with uh, with Captain Aker on the home screen. Um, so that that's one way where we can guide the user through, you know, exactly what you can do in what interface in what uh, building within the interface itself. So it's like a 3D tour of the island, right? 
Uh, and then, of course, uh, in the uh, info center, we're going to have all the necessary explaining videos, et cetera, to explain from all the basic concepts onwards, how to yield farm, how to get metamask, et cetera. And the idea is we want to be that user-friendly platform that uh, gets anybody uh, anybody with any level of experience onto uh, yield farming and NFTs. So is this uh, this guy here, is his name Squidface? Because that's... <laughs> His name is Al, actually. Um, Al Squidface, right? Trav, you've got some, uh, I sent you some gems so you can uh, you can play here in a second. So now that this is happening, I don't want to withdraw, right? I want to leave this to go through the full cycle. Yeah, that's right. Um, although you can withdraw it uh, without uh, any penalties. You can put it back and it'll keep producing. It'll just pause. Um, so you have that option. Okay, but if I want to now, I can go to the DeFi, uh, which is the bank, and I can go in here and just, I've got this gem here. I've got 1,161 gem that I can put in and out anytime, right? Correct. So if I, I can just deposit this, I want to see how much gem um, I'm going to get here in, uh, you know, how many gem do you think I earn in a day with this amount in there? Yeah, well, you can crunch the maths on the, is that 1,200% APR? Mm -hmm. um, so that's roughly going to be about 4% uh, a day because out of 365 days, roughly 3.5 to 4% a day at the moment. So that's about 40, 40 gems? Yeah. Nice. So every two days, I'll have enough gems to get another clam. Is that math correct? So 1,000 and then three. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's about right. Every, every two to three days. Yeah. yeah. It's in there right now. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I've gone crazy here a little bit, Joel. I've just swapped. I, I now have 7,400 gems. I, I'm like, I'm looking at this, a, I'm looking at this APY over here, APR of 1,400 or something. Oh, now it looks like it's now it's going down a little bit. I think people are watching the show going, oh, this is great. I need. <laughs> Don't right. don't be staking anything yet, folks. Let us get our yield first. Don't be don't be participating yet. But look at the gem to BNB high volatility twenty two hundred. Like these are these are fun. This is really cool right here. I'm 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 enjoying this. I haven't even I haven't even purchased any clams yet. But I'm like, oh wait, I love I love yield farming. I love NFTs and I love DeFi. So this to me is already this is already fun. I'm in the clam bank, baby. <laughs> And you like seafood, dude? This the price of the price of the gem token has gone up ten cents from fifty five cents to sixty five cents now. Yeah, people are, are watching and, and buying gem. Um, so hey, you guys do your own due diligence. We bring the projects on, we show them to you. You know, if we think they're cool, we want to introduce them to you, and then it's it's up to you. So your your gems could go up, your gems could go down. You could har reap a harvest of uh, all kinds of clams and pearls, and and you know I think most of all having fun doing this. If you've got somebody that uh, you want to you know turn on to DeFi, this is a really fun way to do it, right? To introduce them. So okay, so here's what you do because you know these the concepts on themselves. Um, you know, it's it's not a lot of fun when you're saying, all right, stake your, you know, your BNB to cake. Uh, what do you mean? I don't get that. Okay, here's how it works. You're buying this thing and you're putting it in the bank and it's producing value for you. So uh, here, I have a question about the clams themselves. Is there somewhere on here that it shows me the uh, the types of clams that I can get? Uh, there is actually a Medium article showing you all of the 
clam traits. Um, no, there's no photos of all of them, unfortunately. Ah, uh, here's um, some. I see. Okay. Some examples, yes. Yeah. So how uh, there, there's common, uncommon, and ultra rare. Are those the three tiers, or you also have a legendary? Uh, the, yeah, the full tiers. Uh, I, I don't have the article with me right here, but the full tiering is go, going from common to uncommon, uh, then to uh, then to rare, then to ultra rare, then epic, and then legendary. Nice, and it's got the odds of uh, yeah, of how yeah, you would yeah, get yeah. those right here. There we go. Uh, yeah. yeah. What I, one um, of the things I like about this too, Joel. Economics a little bit. Uh, so the uh, clam supply is about is ten times the numbers there. Um, and the price is also cheaper to make it, make it easy mm. for people to jump on board. Um, but the, uh, mm. the drop rate's correct on that table. What's that, Trev? Yeah, I was just saying the one thing I really like about this is that it's on, it's on you know, Binance Smart Chain. There's a mm -hmm. lot of stuff that happens on Ethereum, but the gas fees on this, on Ethereum, this would kill this project. So it's like, and, and I think that Binance is, people who are on who have BNB are craving really cool NFT projects this right here, at first when you when when I hear it, Clam Island, I'm like, what Clam Island? That sounds cheesy. But then you think about it, and you're like, okay, so how they're utilizing DeFi, NFTs, and yield farming in such a unique way, then you're able to earn pearls and earn shell and all this other stuff. Like, this is a unique ecosystem that I think a lot of projects could maybe learn from because it's it's also it's fun. Hmm. Well, very cool. Sandy, thanks for uh, for coming on today and sharing with us. You guys can go check it out at clamisland.fi. That's the home for this right here. And then you'll see their fun little map. You can just jump right in. And uh, if you want to get some clams and start staking, you'll be good to go. So thanks, Sandy. I'm going to have seafood for dinner now, Joel. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. You bet. You. Take care. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, this is great fun, and, and I did send you some uh, some of those uh, for you to stake, but now it sounds like you've got a whole bunch for yourself as well. Um, I haven't participated, man. This sounds fun to me, and I don't have any shells yet, but uh, I got myself some uh, got myself some gems for sure. I'm Jimmy. Just call me Jimmy. Speaking of a gem, Jimmy, this is a project that we came across here um, a few days ago, and we both saw this artwork and thought, damn. It's called Time Travelers. TimeTravelersNFT.com is the site. And unlike a lot of the projects that are doing, you know, thousands of generatives, there's only 1,440 of these. It is a very small amount, and they're all hand-drawn. One for each minute of the day, Joel. Right. From 12 different distinct time periods. Yeah. Um, the pre we, we bought some this morning because we got on the whitelist and in the pre-sale, uh, but wanted to inform you guys about the project because if you're listening live, I believe that you can mint um, starting on Friday for this and, and check out their roadmap here, all the different things that happen each hour of the day. Which How is many what have been minted so far, Joel? Uh, I don't have the answer to that question. Let's see if I can log in here. I need to switch over to. So this is the pre-sale. 213 of 1,440 have been minted in the pre-sale. That's the whitelist people only. There's like 7,500 people in the Discord. Those so, are going to sell out so quick and the yeah. floor is going to go pop on those. Here you go. 18 hours, 39 minutes as of now. Um, I, pers I minted a dozen because I think you did too because um, we got on the whitelist. I meant you know, to the baker's dozen because I just wanted to have one more than you. <laughs> when you get on the whitelist, 
you, you've got 24 hours. You don't have to get in the gas wars. Um, so it's always a good idea if you see a project that you like to get into the whitelist. That is for- exactly it, man. Yeah, because we got we got uh, into the um, the Cyber Hornets one, which is going to mm-hmm. be launching here shortly. We talked about it uh, in our previous episode. Man, I was like, all right, I'm going to go mint me eight. And then I was like, $1,200 gas fees right there to mint eight? I was like, nah, dog, I'll wait. Like, yeah. that's so ridiculous sometimes watching the gas fees on this is insane so go check it out not nft advice but something fun you might want to look at time travelers nft.com all right here's another project that uh, just discovered sir lord travis the cyber gods have gone mad they're insane deciding the only way to save humanity is to destroy civilization you can stop them or humans are dead you can join them DeusXNFT.com here to talk about it. Aaron Haber and Jessica don't know her last name. Hey, Jess, what's your last name? Greenwalt. Green like like Walt Disney. There we go. Nice. Uh, Well, welcome to the show, both of you. Thanks. Thank you. Glad to have you. And and I just, I did not realize, Aaron, that we have met previously. Oh, you were like, you were bearded. You had a, a serious beard. I had a serious beard, and we've been married for 12 years now. Yeah. And um, oh, I also had facial hair. Yes, that's true. (laughs) Nice. That's a good joke there, buddy. Well, well done, Aaron. Uh, So let's see. Uh, Let's start with you, Jessica. Ladies first, tell us about this project, Deus Ex NFT. What is it? Oh, boy. Well, it's been something Aaron and I have been dreaming up for months now and have been putting the pieces together to make it as awesome and exciting of a drop as possible. And as you can see from the Discord engagement, if you've been in there at all, the community has gone absolutely wild, way faster than we could have possibly imagined. Within hours of announcing this drop, someone already made a theme song for it. There's poetry. There's already fan fiction. Like the, the NFT community has lost their mind about this project, and we couldn't be more pleased to be unleashing this distributed narrative on the world where the collectors actually get to decide how this all plays out based on their actions in the community. This is, this is wild. So Joel mentioned this at the top of the show. Wasn't there like, was there a TV show of this or a game? It was a, a video game, Deus Ex. It was a huge hit on the PC and consoles. Yeah. Is this related to that at all? This is in no way affiliated with any of the many things that have used the the name DSX spelt in a variety of different ways. Um, We played around with a couple different uh, ideas for the name, and this one suits the project because the storyline is about cyber gods that have, they were initially built to help humanity and have, as you can see, decided that they are going to turn against them. their design, which Arkin can speak to, who's our incredibly talented artist, um, based on mythology from cultures around the world, which is another really cool part of this project that the community really appreciates, is that we have, through this project, had the opportunity to give more visibility to myths, legends, and characters that haven't had a lot of popular culture screen time. So, so Aaron, what are some of the things you guys are doing with this set that makes it stand out from other generative projects? I'm, I'm looking here at the roadmap. I'm seeing, you know, things that are 
are similar. You know, you get some merch, community voting and all that. So what are the, the things that make it pop? Well, I mean, besides the fact that we have Arkin, who is a 19-year-old prodigy artist from India, this mm. is going to be his debut project. Uh, besides that, there's a faction system where you know people keep coming to the Discord and like clicking an emoji and being like, I have a faction now. It's like, no, actually, you are going to pick your faction at the time of Mint, or you can be unfactioned and come back at any later date and pick your faction then. And depending on your faction, you will get different roadmap perks and different abilities. So while there is community voting, there is actually voting within each faction that then goes wider into a whole political system inside of the project. So people can uh, affect the project from a, a faction standpoint or not, or they can remain factionless. It's one of the few projects to let the collectors actually pick the rarity of one of the traits and not the creators. Mm. Very cool. So, and I'm looking at the website here and I see the team. Everybody has their own cool avatar. I see Aaron's got a cool one. Jessica has one. And then Forger, who is Arkin. Arkin, how are you doing? Is Arkin here? He's not here. He's probably sleeping, right? He was here a moment ago. I, I saw him a moment ago. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. There you go. Have you popped in and joined us? Oh, he's typed in. He's here, but I don't think his video is working. Yeah, All right. but he's here. He's here in spirit, and he's and he looks spirit. he looks badass. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely on this photo. So, how how many different types of body types or archetypes are there, right? That that are being built off of, right? I mean, because it looks like there's different body styles and different things here, different different sort of gods from different places. It looks like some guys like like. Yeah, it looks like Aaron kind of looks like some Thor-looking character. Oh, wait, Odin. He's Odin over there. So he, I can definitely see some some uh, Viking-type mythology there. So this – and I see a lot of – I see a lot of different, like, sort of um, – a lot of, like, shamanic-looking people. There's some Greek sort of feel. So how many how many different archetypes are there, by, by the way? So Arkin just popped back in. Oh, shoot. Just- and then he popped back out. He was here, and he's gone. <laughs> I he really want to share the story because he's an insanely talented artist and, and a kid, you know, and, and I've worked with artists for years and he is one of the top two most wonderful artists to work with wow. and is incredibly professional and he can crank out art like nobody's business. It's, it's insane. He, and he's taken the art direction so well. So I really want him to get a chance to tell his story. But as far as the number of cultures that we wanted to represent, we tried to get a little bit of um, input from everyone who's on the team, right? So like Arkin got his, his and, and I want him to be able to speak to it, um, his uh, kind of mythology inspiration in there. And then I got mine, which is Pele from Hawaii. My mom's born and raised on Kauai. So we don't get to see a lot of representation of Pele in, in popular culture. So I thought it was really cool to get some Pacific Islander representation in there. Um, Aaron, you know, you could speak to Odin, who Aaron plays Odin so well in our community discord. It's incredible. I get to, I get to hear from it. He's got like an Odin fan club going on right now with like the 15,000 member discord and, and he strikes them down and puts them to work. And it's, it's, it's hilarious. Like you gotta be in there. Um, Arkin's popped back on. and I Yeah, was- Arkin's here. Arkin is the artist. Uh, he's 17. He's in India. 
Erkin, how you doing, man? I'm 19. I'm 19. He's 19. Okay. He's I didn't mean that. Yeah, time travel. Listen, you know what? Yeah, the older you get, the more you're going to take it as a compliment when people lower your age. But <laughs> right now, we'll go with 19. Dude, uh, this artwork is really cool. You, you crank you. the stuff out, huh? Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I think I can show you guys a little bit, maybe. Aaron, can I show them a little bit of the stuff that I'm working on right now? Sure. I, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Like, you have I'm Joel's permission. This piece right now. Oh, look at so that I, guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's again a rare piece that we're going to like be minting ahead and everything. So, we've got a lot. Like, I've, I've been, we've been making sure that this turns out great. And, like, I mean, Jessica's been an amazing art director with that. Aaron's been amazing. So, I mean, yeah, I've been cranking this out, but like, they're a huge part of it. So, yeah. Nice. So, so what are some of the what are some of the archetypes that you are having the most fun with over there? Like, because there's a lot of different sort of mythologies that you're you're including into this. What are some of the what are some of the ones you can't wait fo wait wait for folks to check out? All right, that's a that's a hard question because I'm having a lot of fun with all of it. But uh, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, the most fun I had was with uh, creating some of the more horror slash scary-esque elements that we were going to mint and everything. But considering I now have the ability to create like rare one-on-one -on -one pieces, I think this is what I'm having the most fun with because I can essentially establish what these demigods would look like in a cybernetic world. So the Greek mythology is what I'm having the most fun with not gonna lie because like you know just creating cyber organic versions of these greek gods and you know uh, these greek demigods and everything i feel like that is what i'm having the most fun with uh a very very easy follow-up to that is the norse mythology because i'm a huge fan of that stuff i'm a huge fan of mythology again like that's how aaron and i met we met on clubhouse we were geeking out over comics he's a massive sandman fan i'm a massive sandman fan so, I mean, it's like, this is right up my alley. So, yeah, Greek mythology, I'd say. I see Valks. That are the Valkyries of old. I see Rocks. Yeah. Not to be confused yeah. with uh, The Rock, the actor, but this is Ragnarok. Uh, yeah. And then we see monsters. Monsters don't give a feck about them other two choices. Monsters live yep. for monsters. Can you show us on your, uh, your, your iPad, do you have a monster? Because there's nothing on the website, and I'm really can. curious what these guys I, look like. I, I think I can. I well, no, you can. So it's actually a faction that yeah. this is like a really innovative part of the drop is that you get to decide which one of those you are. You oh, can decide mint, or you could decide later. So regardless of what character you get, you can decide that you've aligned with the faction of monsters who are just oh. in it for themselves. So I can look like a cyber god, but I can defect and say, screw all your, your Valkyries. I'm going to go with the beasts. Yeah, it's a choose your own adventure. I think yeah. it needs to be a one of one of Joel as Zeus, and he could be called Juice. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a racial slur right it there? Not. It was Juice. Because it sounded like Jews to J me. J-U-E-S is what you could be. <laughs> you got something you want to show us there, Arkin? I know you're pulling something up. I want to give your artwork some uh, some attention. I love it. I think this is fun art. I love the idea of adding the factions. But I want to know, these are all, we, we got enough, there's enough real life people trying to destroy Earth. Like, where are the people who are going to save Earth? Like, are they, are any of these factions going to help stop the evil, the evil monsters? Those are the rocks, and the rocks, which stand for Ragnarok, like Joel said, they are trying to defeat and destroy the cyber gods. And I have to say, 
that in the Discord, when we have talks about the gamification of which faction to choose and why, mm -hmm. the rocks are definitely coming up a distant last in terms of uh, how many people are interested. There are some, there are some rocks, but here's the thing: let's say that only ten percent of the community likes rocks and picks rocks. They've then declared the rocks as being the most rare trait in terms of the factions. So there's a lot of gamification going on, but the rocks are definitely right now coming up third in, as far as popularity in the stories go. It's like in World of Warcraft, you know, people want to be the horde. You want to be the horde. I want to be an, an ugly orc or, you know, an undead or something because those are cooler. But I don't know. I always I, I I my own moral compass always has me tend to go with, you know, the humans and and goodness and I don't know. Maybe maybe yeah, I should. Political leaders don't do that. They always go towards the monsters. Yeah, they're they're the evil yeah, one. Let me show you guys a monster, please. That be. Yeah, yeah. Let's see it. Look at that. Yeah, go and turn it all the way so we can. Yeah, look oh, at it. Look him. at that. Ooh. It almost looks like a Deadpool yeah. monster. Yeah, it will. It's it's a bit of that. Let me show you guys something that's a little bit more scary though. Aaron and I particularly like this one quite a bit. Is that an eyeball for a mouth? Yep. 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 That one okay. freaks me out. Yeah. yeah. In like, fact, that's I, his name. It, his name is Eyeball Mouth. Speaking of exactly. seafood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Arkin, where are you in India? I'm not in India at the moment, actually. I'm in London right now. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. where are you from then? Uh, Delhi, actually. Uh, but the thing is, my mom and dad, uh, we moved around quite a bit when I was growing up. So I never really stayed in one place for too long because of like, they're in the military, they're both doctors. So we moved around quite a bit. Uh, so I'm not like, I didn't stay in a particular place for too long. So yeah, I'm, I'm accustomed to moving around quite a bit. He's a digital native, Joel. He lives online. He's a yeah, cyber guy. Don't, don't we all? Uh, so when, when does the sale happen? It's essentially. Tell us, uh, Jessica, when, when does this go down? October 14th, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Be ready. Okay, Be so is, is that is that pre-sale or is there a pre-sale? Yeah, that's, that's pre-sale. If you want to get on the pre-sale list, you got to hop in our Discord and grab one of the rolls. Okay. We now have um, just under 4,000 people on the pre-sale list. We are allowing people to get two pieces during the pre-sale uh, each. We want a big, robust community, a diverse community. And so we'll cap it at, at 5,000. We're, we're getting close to that. And if we have pieces left over, if people buy one instead of two, then we'll do a public sale on Saturday, a week from Saturday. So I jumped in the Discord, and there's a Get Your Roll um, channel. It says click, and is it automatic when I click? Do I get my roll? Yes. Is that roll with butter? If you want it. Yeah. So how do I know what my role is? How do I know what it's assigned me? Right now, you get a, a 2B. Every, everything that we do is within the story. So okay. everyone in the Discord is known as a 2B, like to be or not to be. You're going to become one of these cybernetically enhanced beings. The minting itself is you minting your consciousness into one of these cybernetically enhanced beings. So where we're at now is purgatory level two. Initially, we had the chosen for the first people in. And then we just went and went and, until we, um, we gave them first dibs getting on. Now, until we run out of room, your purgatory level two, that role actually hooks you up with our website. Uh, Jessica and our developers did an amazing job setting up the website, which actually verifies your Discord by role and allows you to get onto the pre-sale list. Mm. So I've added one, but I'm, I'm looking at this right here. I'm, I'm, this is a choose a role. 
do I need to go into the the, the pre-sale list info to choose that? You can. Uh, so that the uh, choose your role or um, I forget what the exact name is. That's uh, that's the different factions trying to convince you to choose their faction when you mint. It's mm-hmm. it's more story based. Okay. Um, the pre-sale info will have the link that yeah, and and there's a screen right there. We'll have the link that you can go right into, and uh, just like uh, Joel is showing, it'll show that you're verified, and then you'll be able to quote unquote hack your way into the mainframe. Which I mean, Jessica and uh, Axe, our developers, set up that whole thing, and it's really really fun. Everything is in world with ASX. So now I'm all set. Boom, boom. I'm I'm in. I'm all Deus Ex, bitches. Check it out. Well, I couldn't awesome. see what you did, so I am not. So I joined the Discord, but I don't know. I didn't see that, at that next step to verify what happened. But okay. I will take I'll, you by the hand later, Sir Lord Thank Trevor, you, Daddy. And get also, you in there. If you have a problem, we have a help desk. You click it, it opens a ticket in the Discord, and we help you right out. Jessica, Arkin, Aaron, thanks for coming on. Deus X NFTs, NFT.com, and it's spelled D E U S. X NFT. So like they, if you were following the game or other Deus Ex stuff, there's usually an E there. They drop the E. Let them know. They let you know they're different. So there you Great go. Good luck with this girl, guys. Yeah, man. Nice. Catch up. Cheers. Bye. Well, there you go, Sir Lord Travis. More good stuff coming out with uh, in a, the, this um, NFT space uh, in, in all the creative ideas that people are coming up with to build community and bring value to their projects uh, just continues to uh, amaze and astound me. I love it. Love it. It is good. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I'm, I, I think I think this has some really good potential. The artwork is phenomenal. They mm-hmm. have a pretty interesting roadmap. And uh, maybe we can save the world from doom. Do you remember um, uh, probably about five months or so ago, we had Giovanni, the artist from Exit Limbo, this wax project on the show. They're coming out with uh, new packs and new blends. And I believe we have a video um, that I took a look at that I want to show you guys. Do we have that, Aaron or uh, Chris? All right. He's going to play that for us. Aaron, Aaron actually left. He was in the last second. I wish we could hear the audio of this one. It's fine. go the website is wax.exitlimbo.com you guys can uh, check this out for yourself really like the artwork of what they've created and uh, exit limbo is one of many properties that we are collaborating with on another set that is uh, that is coming out shortly that we'll tell you guys more about uh, but meanwhile we have our final guest for today that is doing something super unique in the space. They're called Pixel Beasts, and we're going to learn all about it right now with uh, with our guest, Yohei Nakajim. Did I pronounce it right, good sir? Yohei Nakajima. That was close. Okay. 
Well, there was no A in here, so it's not good. Gmail. I'm putting the A there in the show oh, notes. Oh yeah, that was that was probably us that didn't give you the A. So you, you pronounced that right. Awesome. Welcome <laughs> to the show, man. <laughs> Thank you. Pronounced what we gave you correctly, but that's not his yeah. real name. But that yeah. works. I gave Close you the wrong enough. name, but you got the wrong name right. The uh, the website is creatify.art and Pixel Beasts are coming. Tell us about the project. Actually, I got to give you an update on that. Uh, we okay. actually set up a real site, pixelbeasts. www.pixelbeasts.xyz. Okay. Thank you. you I'm going to pull understand. that up right now. Here we go. Pixelbeasts.xyz. There it is. It's got its there own it site. So we got our own site up. So that's that's the site where you'll go mint. I was going to say that creatify.art, that sounds like a URL that Joel would have made. He's he's always a and everything. Um, he's I always Joel-ifying stuff. It's true. It's a nice, oh, this uh, is nice a cute website it. right here. Look at this. Yeah. So there are 10,000 little, little beasts. There's uh, 41 different animal types, panda, bear, fox. You got a couple rare ones like snowmans and dragons, right, that don't exist in the real world, and they have you know, shirts and hats, like all the other collections. But then there's a couple layers underneath. I'm going to see if I can turn down the audio on this. Then we'll, we'll just, as you're talking, we, people can look at the video here on the site. So a little promo video. This looks straight up. This looks to me like straight up out of like Super Nintendo era, right? Doesn't it got that Super Nintendo vibe? Mm -hmm. I, I, not I grew, I grew up 64. This has got Nintendo... This has got Super Nintendo vibe to it. I, I was I was blowing on cartridges. I was buying you know Japanese cartridges and shaving off the corners so I could you play it on a U.S. Super Nintendo. So yeah, that's that's my. <laughs> that's so Forty-one great. beasts, thirty-one shirts, twenty-nine hats, seventeen eyes, two different neck uh, neckwear. So what um, you know? Explain to us what makes this different because it looks like you've got an actual game here for these. All right, so what makes this different, I think, one is there's no team. It's just me, right? I'm a VC by day, and this Pixel Beast project is my exploration of the Web3 space. And I did the drawings, did the generative code, and I will continue to support this community as myself. So I think that's one difference. It's like, it's like a one-man show. Hmm. Um, two, this that you're seeing is Beastopia. This is the first utility um, being a VC, a lot of my network are VCs and founders. So the whole community is themed around learning about Web3 together. Um, so we have, we have built, so one of the tools I built actually even before we, um, before this was a tool called Tango NFT. Um, it's an actual chat room for every single NFT collection. So when you log in with MetaMask, every collection automatically has a private chat room in Tango NFT. And then we open sourced that project and it attracted a whole bunch of devs who are interested in building tools like that. So being a part of the Pixel Beast community, you can test out all the utilities we're building. You can learn about the utilities we're being. We'll open source the code. We'll partner with different startups and other people already building utilities to plug and play into other collections. We'll be the first to raise our hand and say, let's try this. So, so really be having a Pixel Beast, you get kind of a front row seat into like the innovation that I learn about as a VC. And Beastopia is the token-gated social website uh, that you get access to on day one. I love this. This is gonna be, this is gonna be fun. So you basically you're a VC during the day, and you decided, hey, I, I'm also an artist. I'm gonna create all these different things and create this this sort of game. I love that. What's what's the roadmap? What's the long term plan for Pixel Beasts? 
So the, some of the people I work with hate that I say this, but I know there's no roadmap, right? Like life is life is about the unexpected, and that that's the philosophy around pixel beasts. That being said, there are a couple of things that will exist on day one that I can talk about now. And there is an awesome game idea I like came up with this week, and I really want to make it happen. So I've told people about it, but I'm not calling it a roadmap. So well, you know, I, and I don't mind that because honestly. When you've put your heart and soul into something, if the community knows who you are and this is a passion project, they know you're in it for the long haul and they know that you're going to keep innovating. One of the problems with roadmaps is the the road turns different directions, right? You might be going one way and the community is like, hey, have you thought of this? And you're like, oh, damn, let's do that instead. And exactly. so this kind of frees you to, to, to take whatever direction you want. Yeah. But I can tell you on day one when you go into Beastopia, so I took Tango, that you know private chat room for every collection, and stuck it into Beastopia. So if you go into Beastopia, there's a general chat room for all the Pixel Beasts, but every collection you have will have their own chat room within Pixel Beasts. So for example, if you own a CryptoPunks, there is a CryptoPunks room. But the only way you can get into it is to first have a Pixel Beast, then have a CryptoPunks. So I'm excited that this these little rooms within Beastopia are the first double token gated chat rooms. Meaning you have double to gated token chat rooms, Joel. I love that. That's that's super innovative. That reminds me of something like Kurt Braggett had did when when he was doing uh well he was still doing like the nifty wizards. It's like, oh, you have this NFT, it gets you into this room, but if you gotta have this to get access into that. And this creates this whole new level of of uh, exclusivity, huh? Yeah, and what was really cool is that the idea came from the community in the Discord. Somebody was saying, who in here has a FWB? And then somebody was like, wait, if you just used Tango, couldn't you just find other FWBs? And I was like, oh, great. If I just stuck Tango in there, you can find people in the Pixel Beast community who are part of other communities with you. And this is launching on uh, Friday, so the Long show morning. is live on the uh, the seventh of October. And uh, if you get to listen to the podcast version here before the launch, this happens at eleven thirty a.m. Eastern time on Friday. So it's just a short time from. I try to connect my wallet. It's like, nope, can't do it yet. Come back on October eighth, be ready to go. So how much are these going to be per Pixel Beast? Point oh four five. Okay, which right now, let's see, Ethereum is about 3500 so 0.045 is about $157 for Pixel Beast. Gets you, and all it takes is one yep. to get you entry into the community. Yep, that's right. And which we'll one do you want, Trav? Which one is you? That's I'm trying to figure out. Which Pixel Beast is me? Yeah. I don't know, whichever one that the Pixel gods decides. To, probably the cat with the halo, because I am an angel. Yeah, I want a panda. Pandas are good. So aside from the 41 beasts, there are also, I think, like 20-something one-of-one like beasts that are mythical creatures that have infiltrated. Oh, nice. Are there any like special one-of-ones that have been created for any like influencers or anything? Like any random no. cool ones? You'd be like, oh, look, here's a... No, here's a no. I mean, all, all, I would say that 90% of the one-on-ones are characters that I play when I'm playing with my daughters. Okay. Uh, you guys can go follow Yohei too here yeah. um, on on the Twitters. We'll have a link to that in the uh, the show notes, which, uh, by the way, you can find at nifty.show forward slash nine nine. And I see he's posted some uh, some other creatures here. So I'm just going to kind of scroll through. Yeah, these these, these are some of the one of ones. Want to be a lion? Want to be a lion? 
my new goal. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. These are great. I love these. Oh, dude. I, I have so many fan art that I made myself. It's, it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, did, you, did, you, did you see the game on Sunday? And no, no. Oh, these are funny. That's clever. So the community is already hopping on Discord. And oh, there you go. You can see a bunch of them right there. Look at these. Uh, where are these? Oh, these penguin? are on the Twitter? Yeah. yeah. Is that a penguin with a mohawk? Or well, I, think, I, think it's a, I think it's a party hat. It's a party hat. Uh, can I just pretend it's a mohawk? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with mohawk. <laughs> that's, a, that's a rendering I did. I really want that. They're yours. You can make whatever you want. I can make whatever I want. Yeah, so the Beastopia will be the online chat room. We'll have like a shared calendar in there as well where community members can post. Now we're just now we're just going through my Twitter feed. This is embarrassing. Yeah, no, it's funny because <laughs> you're because you're 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 being super creative. You're using some of those apps to do this. Yeah, and it, exactly. It reminds me of those apps and inspires me that you know we've got our own yeah. stuff going on. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about those. Yeah. Uh, so they're twenty four by twenty four pixels. Yep. Each one of them hand created, no step on snack. Um, you can step on the pig if you want to, because that'll make bacon. Is there anything else you'd like us to know about the project? Yeah. So in addition to the chat room, we'll have, there's a private calendar in there, like a shared calendar. So Pixel Beast members, if they're running their own events, can post events in there. We'll also list in there, we have a weekly beast up. This will be a two-dimensional kind of metaverse that you can walk around in and you're thrown into mini video chats with people who are close to you. So we'll start hosting those right away. Um, and we'll have a private link to uh, to our weekly beast ups in Beastopia, um, and we'll do AMAs and office hours with VCs, and all that will be immediate. Um, and I also want to talk about my game a little bit because I think it's just so fun. Okay, as long as I don't have to do an AMA with VCs, that's that did not sound good. Yeah. Oh, VCs. Okay. VCs. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, let's t- t- let's talk about your game. We got a couple minutes left. Yeah, you want to hear about the game? So yeah. it, is, it is a, and again, like, I want to be clear, this is not a roadmap. I haven't secured the resources, but like in my experience, when I start talking about something out loud, like I, I force myself to do it. So it is a massive multiplayer fantasy board game for all 10,000 pixel beasts. Imagine one huge board, ga- board maybe like 100,000 spaces, intertwined maps. Each, t- each pixel beast gets one dice roll a day and you get to move in any direction you want. If out of work, you can go in direction you want. There are gift spaces where you might earn some coins. There are trap spaces where you might lose some coins and mini game spaces where you are entered into a mini game where you may win or lose coins. And if you land on a space with another pixel beast, you enter into either a battle or you may be able to steal their coins. And it's essentially that. And you just roll dice once a day and you either collect coins. But the most exciting thing is that I am going to drop gifts on the map. So I could just drop like 10 ETH on the map one day. And the first person to land on that space will get that. And it'll just be an ongoing you know, rat race to find gifts that get dropped on the map across 10,000 players. That sounds super fun. That's what I'm That's talking about fun. is adding value to, uh, to what's out there. And the, the thing about these NFTs that you, know, you guys are coming up with right now and people are selling is for those that succeed and now have the funding to create and build, smart entrepreneurs are going to release more. They're going to create games. They're going to create experiences. And you know, years from now, Pixel Beast could be this huge community with all kinds of ancillary, you know, types of activities you've created and that the community has has voted for. It's really amazing. This this whole space is so much fun. 
And I think like for me, the, the diversity of the people in the space is what's most exciting to like listening to hardcore technologists, like true passionate artists, you know, and then, you know, and then Wall Street finance guys and like, you know, and marketing people, you throw them all in a room and they're collaborating together and the kind of stuff they come up with together is, is completely different from, from the ideas that come from such a bubble of like people who are all like, yeah, this is awesome. I can see, I can see these, these, um, catching on pretty good. I mean, they're, they're cute enough and you have enough stuff going on that, uh, I think that, uh, this is, you know, this is just fun for you. I got, yeah, I know this is fun for me. Um, I got one more thing I got to talk about that I was really sure. excited about. So in, in addition to the visible attributes, these guys are packed with invisible attributes. And what okay. I mean is invisible is that you can't see it, but you, but the code can read it. And you'll see it in OpenSea. So each of them. Joel has, a, has invisible attributes too. Every once in a while, he'll just rip one, and you didn't know yeah. it, but you can hear it. Yeah. But you it's can true. It. <laughs> that was that was part of the the feces AMA, though. <laughs> each pixel beast has a best friend and a nemesis. Oh, really? So there, there's five thousand pairs of best friends and five thousand pairs of nemesis, and I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but like I might do an airdrop of five thousand, and you can only get it if you get there before your ne- nemesis. Or things you have to do with your best friend. Like, so you have to find people in the community to, like, accomplish tasks. Or not. You what find your pixel beast soulmate. Like, yeah, it's so awesome. Like, what what are some of your influences of inspiration for this? Because clearly, you, you've been playing games and thinking about games for a long time. Like, you're innovating some interesting stuff that I've not seen anybody do. Um, I mean, I so as a VC, I've worked closely with two companies, two large companies. And there were, I worked with Disney for two years and Nintendo for three years. And I learned a ton working with those guys. There you go. But from the NFT side, like watching CryptoPunks, watching Loot, watching Cool Cats, mm-hmm. and a lot of the innovation, and you know, combining like having watched some large organizations innovate, and then watching all the innovation happening, and kind of releasing this a little bit later than other folks, I feel like I was able to evolve Pixel Beasts along with what I was seeing happening in the community. That's great. Have you have you chatted? Are you still working with Nintendo? Because I own Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I just think like Nintendo NFTs would be so badass. Uh, yeah, but the name is the name sucks. All right, I'm just gonna say here. I think I was stoned when I came up with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, hey you guys, go check this out. This is uh, this is cool stuff. One man show. Yohei has come up with PixelBeasts.xyz uh, live on the uh, the eighth of October on the website minting happens 11:30 eastern 8:30 a.m. pacific. Yo hey, thanks for coming on today, man. Thank you. Awesome. This is fun. I like you guys. You know, I, you know what I just noticed? He, like his name is the combination of the two two words that I say to greet people most of the time. I sometimes I'll say yo or I'll say hey, and he's that's got it. both of them in his name. <laughs> it's yo, yo hey. Yo, that, hey. That's how I inter- that's why uh explain how to pronounce my name whenever people ask. So like how do you pronounce it? Like it's yo hey. Yeah. yeah. So he, he would, they were in the hospital and he was born and, you know, the nurse was yelling down the hall, yo, hey, he, come here. Yeah. Yo. The baby that, here. Yeah, that's, that's always a problem. Like on a call, like college campus, like every five seconds, I'm turning around. Right. Just <laughs> <laughs> hey, great to meet you, man. Keep us posted on, uh, on what you're up to here in the developments and we're going to score us some pixel beasts. We'll do tomorrow at 830 Pacific. Perfect. Perfect. Sounds All great. Right. That's, That's awesome. Fantastic. Uh, Travis, I got some breaking news that came in. 
Uh, producer Aaron is on top of it. Do you remember uh, a couple weeks ago we had Frank Miller, a legendary uh, graphic yeah. novelist, on the show? Well, they auctioned off, you know, a bunch of these drops here. Gala Games and OpenSea did it together. They're over now. Uh, but let me show you this one right here. I love you, Nancy Callahan, was the fifth drop to sell. And um, let me log in here. I think it shows the amount somewhere here. Oh, it doesn't actually show the amount. Let's see if it shows it on OpenSea. Because uh, what I've got here in the notes is that they broke records. This piece uh -oh. uh, celebrating the 30th anniversary of Sin City graphic novels sold for Eight million five hundred thirty-seven thousand five hundred eighty-four point two zero five gala, which is eight hundred forty thousand nine hundred eighty-six dollars, the highest-selling NFT for comic art to date. Wow! Now I do know that they have an additional with well, that one crystal one that I showed you. There, there are. This is a one of one right here, right? Yeah, this is a one of one. It's it's done. But if you go to frankmiller.io, you can still get um, let's see if I find the crystal. Is it this one right here? Yeah, it's this one right here. This is the only one that's available in multiple quantities. And uh, it's this crystal piece that's got you can't necessarily hear the music here on uh, on my side, but there's a soundtrack that goes with it and you got Frank Miller's uh, autograph up here at the top and uh, there's uh, a thousand of these and only three this is criminal only 301 have sold there's 699 remaining for the month they're a thousand dollars each and um, you looks like the first 10 people also got a a, um, a physical print it's too late for that but um, everybody who orders this gets a physical crystal uh sculpture as well as the nft kind of awesome yeah i snagged one i got number uh i think number 22 or something like that i was gonna i got I found them pretty early they're just, very cool just missed the being the first 10 so those things popped out pretty quick but those are so sweet missed it by that much i love these nft things man these are fun mm -hmm. well sir lord travis that that leads us to uh the end of this show and uh, it's been fun doing the live show with you and the Nifty Show. And you want to talk a little bit here about what's coming from uh, Sir Lord Travis Wright's mouth soon? Yeah, yeah. So for one, it's like uh, I love the Nifty Show. As I mentioned, I'm going to be a part of it. I'll be a a uh, like a Daily Show correspondent from time to time. I think some some role similar to this. But uh, I'm launching a new show where I'm interviewing people who are doing epic things. And we're going to showcase epic stuff on the show. And I got somebody at my door as I'm talking about this. Hopefully it's epic. But the show is going to be called The Epic Shit Show. And uh, interviewing epic people doing epic things. And every guest will actually have an NFT component to it. And uh, there'll be some uh, generative sets that, that happen along the way. And um, we're going to have some fun with it. Have some really great people on the show. Not all necessarily crypto, but there'll be some crypto projects I'm sure that we'll talk about because a lot of crypto is epic. And so we're going to be doing some really fun stuff in the Discord that we are setting up as well. And uh, I'll come on when the show is ready and I'll come out and let you guys know more about it so you guys can join and become part of the community. And if you're interested, uh, ping me on Twitter. Uh, T-E-E-D-U-B-Y-A is my Twitter handle. Uh, we're setting up the Discord right now and uh, we'll let you guys know more later. 
Awesome. And lots of uh, interesting stuff coming from our team directly as well for Blockchain Heroes, for uh, Draco Dice, which Zach will tell you more about uh, when he joins us next week, and uh, some partnerships that we're working on, some collaborations. There is a lot coming out. Multi-chain type stuff as well. So make sure you subscribe, review, tell a friend, and most of all, keep it nifty. Mm-hmm.